Hey there, welcome to the Literary Escapes podcast. I'm Becky, and I'm glad you're here today. If you're a fan of books that give you an escape or let you explore other cultures, then you're definitely in the right place. So I'm glad you've joined us today. Stick around. We've got a great author interview for you. So let's jump right in. So welcome, Sandy. I'm so glad you're here today. This is, um, it's been a fun month spent in Greece with every, with the whole book club. That's been a good time. So thank you. Well, thank for... you very much for the invitation. I, it's, it was actually, it's, you're my first book club. So oh, yay. Um, it was, it's kind of a, a little bit milestone in my author journey, but it was, uh, you know, I heard from this book club and you guys are overseas and I'm like, this is great. So yeah, it was, it was a no brainer for me. I was, I'm absolutely delighted to be here with you all. So you're in the UK, right? Do you live there? Or? So I am in the UK. I'm, I'm this weird sort of mongrel hybrid I'm an Osmary Pom so um, I'm from Australia and I live in Australia uh, my dad's English mom's American I call all three countries home and of course with all of the lockdowns and border closures etc we haven't been able to get back to the UK for three and a half years Ooh. so I was supposed to do this trip two years ago this is my do-over trip and I'm actually out of Australia for six weeks so I'm just coming up on the end of week five of a six-week trip so nice yeah it's a bit of, it's a little bit of a mix so it's um yeah yeah it's visiting family so my sister my nephew and brother-in-law live here uh, my great aunt lives here and then just kind of exploring so we did a two-week trip to Greece we took my nephew he's 11 and he was amazing he's such a great little traveler um, and then I've just been kind of splitting my time between just little side trips and a bit of work. So a bit of author work and a bit of my day job work. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm gearing up now. I've got one week left here and it's just all holiday, just relaxing and reading. <laughs> Yay, finally. <laughs> I'm giving myself the week off. Hey, I know. So when you read, what do you like to read? Oh, that's great. I mean, I get asked to read a lot in my genre. So I read a lot of rom-coms and um, other other romances and contemporary women's fiction. And I mean, there's just my two be, you know, I'm just like any other reader. My TBR pile is enormous. A lot of it's on my Kindle, but if, you know, like I always say that if it was physical books on my bedside table and it fell in the night, it would crush me. <laughs> um, I get that one. Something, there's always something. Yeah, I, I think that readers across the world relate with that one. Um, but once in a while, I really love a gritty crime thriller. I just as more gruesome, the better. I just want to go to the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Um, and I'm also kind of obsessed with World War II fiction. I absolutely love um, a good World War II. There's been fiction, some really good ones um, out. Book around about usually. Yeah. Oh, so many. And I love it when it's the women's stories, because mm -hmm. of course, we've read all the men's stories. We've heard all the men's stories. What were the women doing? Well, they were very busy. They were, they very, were busy. very, very busy. And they were just as heartbroken. And they were just, they were, you know, they were doing it hard, just like the men. And yeah. I wanted to hear their stories. So that's, I kind of throw myself into that. That's, um, we read last year sometime, we read um, The Last Bookshop in London. And by Madeline oh. Martin. Have you read that one? I haven't. That's on my. You need TV to read that file. one. <laughs> I that was a really good one. Yeah, there are so many. And actually, um, one of my good girlfriends, she's a fellow author. Um, her name's Andy Newton, and she's actually lives in Washington State. 
she writes uh, World War II fiction and her books are just the kind that leave you almost, you know, broken yourselves. You're, you're kind of weeping your way to the end of the books. Um, so yeah, Andy Newton, check her out. Um, I think my favorite one of hers is called The Girls from the Beach. And it's about four nurses who go behind enemy lines um, from, from on, they, they're kind of based around Normandy. So yeah, it's okay. pretty incredible stuff. So wow, and I wrote that down. So. Like, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know it to look at her because she looks, she looks like um, a Barbie doll come to life. Like she's so beautiful with this long blonde hair and she's really cute. And then, but she's like writes these really gritty World War II dramas <laughs> because that's her jam. You know, that was what she studied. Well, she did her master's in, in history. And that's yeah, so cool. it's, it's really yeah. interesting just to be able to read. I, I'm very grateful. Yeah, very grateful to be able to kind of just read across all sorts of genres. And that's, I get a lot of books for free, which is a perk. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice that there's so many authors that write so many different things and we can enjoy them all. Mm -hmm. Isn't that great? Yeah. It is. It is. And, you know, I, I'm, as I said, I'm constantly, not constantly, but quite often somebody will say, oh, would you do an early read? I got a request today of, of a gal that I know over here in the UK. And I was like, oh my gosh, this premise is so good. Uh, so I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I'd love to read your book. So I, I get sneak peeks. That's the kind of really that's fun, a fun thing. thing. I get yeah. sneak peeks on books that haven't come out yet. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. of fun. I enjoy that one too. So that's, that's awesome. So we, you and I were talking a few minutes ago about you started as a blogger um in the yeah. I guess online space um so what was your what is slash was your blog about what were you doing on that so I still have this blog and um for everybody else on this call Becky was really great about making me feel very guilty <laughs> for, for abandoning my blog like I've done um, the same to mine so don't feel guilty <laughs> blog I know I know I know I think we share that um but I started back in 2009 because I was traveling a lot and then I'd get back from my trips and my my family would be like, send us pictures. And it was, you know, email wasn't great about sending lots of pictures. So lots I'd have to send pictures, like batches yeah. and then tell the stories of what happened. And I kind of got tired of doing that. And I just thought, well, why don't I just blog about my travel adventures and put the pictures in the blog post? So I started it as a bit of a travel blog. Okay. Um, it's called Off the Beaten Track. And I still have it. It's, it's sandybarker.com if anyone wants to look it up. And I kind of have abandoned the writing about travel because that's mostly my fodder for my book. So I've just kind of channeled it into a different medium. Right, but right. On the blog, I, I, yeah, I love to, I used to write a lot about the process of writing, but I've got less time to do that now. But on the blog, I will still do kind of the promos for other authors. So when they've got books coming out, I do my five questions with Sandy Barker and, and you know, ask them all about the book and they were, you know, what they love about being an author and that sort of thing so mostly if you go to my site now it's all these other authors and all their books so if you're kind of interested in you know what what I've been reading then that's a good place to start yeah that's yeah you had some fun books on there so that's a fun, fun place yeah. to find some new books and and if you go back you can see some of the fun travels so that's pretty cool mm -hmm. um, so how did you make the transition from blogger to author what was that well I I started to get pretty serious about writing um, around about 2013, 2014. 
Um, and I had dusted off this manuscript. Look, I was a Kentucky tour manager um, in the 90s. So that was, you know, the bus tours and I ran the bus tours around Europe. And that was, that was a time. And I kind of wrote this tell-all um, ages ago now, 20 years ago, I wrote this tell-all about my time doing that. And it kind of sat in a drawer for ages and ages. And then I thought, I'll fictionalize it. So dusted that off and was working on that. And I sent it off to an agent in Australia in 2013. And he got back to me, he said, look, I really like your writing voice, but this book's got too many plots, <laughs> too many characters, okay. too many timelines. He said, you're not Leanne Moriarty. It's not your first book. Um, <laughs> go away and write me like a single linear narrative. And I was like, okay. And I mean, I had a kind huh. of interesting love story myself. So my partner, Ben, and I, he's an American from Minnesota. We met on a pier in Santorini as we were about to get on the same sailing trip. So that's fun. I was like, well, that's kind, of, that's kind of neat, you know, how we met each other. And then we, you know, we had a long distance relationship for over two and a half years. I lived in wow. Sydney, who was in St. Paul. That's very um, long distance. We traveled together. <laughs> I know, like really long distance. Um, we traveled together through those times and... I thought, well, why don't I write this story? Just kind of the story of boy meets girl, um, but told through the lens of traveling. Um, okay. So I did. And um, you know, you've all read the book now. So you know that there's a love interest, a second love interest. Um, in real life, there's just the one. Okay, we were, well, that was one of the questions <laughs> I had for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was no silver fox. Um, <laughs> no. I mean, just one one long distance love was enough for me. Um, oh yeah, no kidding. Um, but the Silver Fox was super fun to write. He was a fun um, character. So, yeah. yeah, we all yeah. enjoyed him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. I really enjoyed writing him. Um, so yeah, I went I went away and wrote that book, and it took me about a year, year and a half because I was working full time. And then I went back to the agent. He's like, "Oh my god, I love this. This is fantastic. Well, I want to represent you." And he shopped it around in Australia, but I have to say, Australia wasn't really the right market for me. Travel fiction wasn't really a thing back then. They mm. could, they just didn't really know what to do with it. And of right. course, it was a romance book, and Australian romances tend to be the outback romances. You know, okay, like, yeah, yeah. Jill, Jill um, got to save the fa family farm, and she hires rancher Jack. And you know, like, it's just yeah, exactly, the exactly. Wide open on the cover. I was gonna and, say it's kind of like our Western romances. So yeah. Oh, you know what? Those are really much on par. And yeah. There's nothing wrong with that genre, but my book does not fit. It doesn't there. fit in there at all. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't fit there. Anyway, so let's fast forward a few. So it sat in a drawer, and he said, "Look, I'm sorry, I can't sell your book." I'm like, "That's okay," and we parted ways amicably. Sat in a drawer, sat in a drawer, and I thought, look, I'll self-publish. So I finally self-published at the end of 2017. And then 2018, Ben and I went on sabbatical. We spent a year living and working around the world. So we lived in Bali. We lived in the U.S. Um, we lived in U.K. And we lived in Portugal. And we did a bunch of side trips. So this was a big year. We've been planning it for a long time. And I was setting that time aside to write. So I wrote the follow-up, two follow-ups. I wrote two follow-ups to Santorini. And it was when I got to England that I was like, oh my gosh, travel fiction, travel romance is a genre here. And they were mad for it. There was all these really prolific writers here in the UK who write travel fiction. And I'm like, oh, it's real. It's a real subgenre. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, 
it was like I felt like I'd come home, you know, and of course I'm a British citizen and I've lived here and it is my second home as well. So I started shopping around for publishers here in the UK and agents as well. And by the time I got back to Australia, I had um, a yes from HarperCollins. Yay. That's exciting. And I kind of turned that into a yes from the agent I wanted. And so my agent's in Edinburgh and my publisher's in London. And um, part of this trip is I went up to Edinburgh last week and met my agent face-to-face for the first time in, we've been together three and a half years now. Yeah. And went down to London and went into the HarperCollins office. And how exciting. My publishing team after three and a half years. Yeah. But that's kind of how it all fell in. And that's why even though I'm Australian um, and um, you know, I often write Australian characters and, and some of my books are set in Australia. Um, that my, my main market and my publishers are over here is because this is where they just have that love for travel fiction, um, which I'm starting to see now emerging in the US, which is why I was so thrilled to get your request. And That's awesome. Yeah. Talk to you all. yeah. So um, did you have to unpublish the one that you had yeah. published? Okay. Okay. That's I figured Yeah. So that, I had but... two books. I had two books self-published by that time. Okay. And then um, they actually swapped the order of books two and three. So oh. in my series, the whole holiday romance series starts with Santorini, then it goes uh-huh. to Paris, which is the third book I wrote, then Sydney. So for anyone who's on the call, if, if you are really keen to know what happens, because Sarah <laughs> kind of gets her happy for now, if you want to know what happens with her and Josh and James, go to book three, which is Sydney. And that picks up right when Kat picks her up from the airport. Okay. Um, and then I wrote Bali and Tuscany just came out. Um, nice. So there's five books in the series. Yeah. Fine. And then is that going to be it for that series or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been writing them for a long time now because I really yeah. started writing Santorini back in like 2014. That is a so long time. Yeah. we're coming up on eight years with those characters and um, we got, we get to the wedding I'm not going to spoil who gets married but we get to the wedding and kind of by the end of that book I'm like you know they're good yeah, we're done <laughs> these characters are good they're, yeah. they're okay we might revisit them I might write a Christmas reunion back you know in 10 years time when they're on middle age like me but <laughs> I don't know I, um maybe you know they can okay. they can spend the entire time just talking about what it's like to be um perimenopausal <laughs> Because everybody wants to read about that. (laughs) All right. I know. All right. So romantic. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Probably that one would just be for me. Yeah. So you did a lot of publishing during the pandemic. Um, Was that a productive time as far as like writing or just the publishing? So by the time I got the contract, I had three manuscripts under my belt. So they were kind of excited about publishing those boom 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 so yeah. 2019 first book came out in 2020 um I actually had three books out in 2020 so it yeah. was um Paris and Sydney in the series and then the Christmas swap so of course I had the first three under my belt and I pitched them the idea of the Christmas swap and was like that just poured out of me I was just I wrote that oh, in about nice. two months and this is while working full-time um because what else was there to do <laughs> exactly yeah um and then I yeah exactly I wrote the dating game I wrote Bali um in 2021 and dating game came out last year Bali came out earlier this year 
and then I switched on to Tuscany. So look, I've, I have a lot of author friends who their creativity kind of dried up during the pandemic. Um, and then some are like me where it's just, it just flowed because there yeah. wasn't really much else to do. Um, and then I lived in, I live in Melbourne and Melbourne has this dubious honor of being like the most lockdown city in the world. So we had like 380 days of lockdown in 20 months. And that's like, you can't leave the house unless you have legitimate reasons to leave the house kind of lockdown. Wow. So we were like, you know, Start crazy. And there's so much Netflix you can watch. <laughs> yeah, wow. And especially if you're someone who's used to going and doing and travel and all of oh, that. That's painful. Yeah, I think it was therapeutic for me because I was kind of armchair traveling in my head, you know, and, and doing the research for the book where I go back to my photos, I go back to my travel journals, go back to my blogs and and like and, and just do my desktop research. So I got to go to Bali, got to right. go to Edinburgh. Uh, I got to go to um, Tuscany, um, mentally speaking. But the book that I wrote, that I wrote in wrote and edited in lockdown, was the Dating Game, and that book, I didn't realize until after it came out that I actually wrote a book about lockdown, <laughs> in lockdown. So it's my lockdown book about lockdown because it's about a um, a dating show like The Bachelor, where all the contestants live in the same house and they can't leave. Oh, funny kind of pressure cooker of just being in each other's space all the time and I'm like afterwards <laughs> I have I, no idea what that's like, like right oh oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh it's so interesting that I explored that theme without even knowing exactly but, that's yeah, so, so funny I, yeah so this trip was you know it's like well I guess I leave the country I'm going for a six weeks yeah no kidding um could it be longer? Yes, it could have been longer, but I'm also a bit of a homebody as well. So I'll be looking forward to my own bed and my own place. That'll be nice. Yeah. I'm in a couple of weeks. Time, yeah. Be able to write in your, on your desk and all of that. Yes. Be nice. yeah. yeah. In my space. Yeah. That's good. That's all, that's all good stuff. Um, so what are you working on right now? Well, I do. My next book that's coming out is a follow-up to the Christmas swap. Okay. So um I, I wrote that as a standalone but then I love this character so much I'm like what are they doing now so tell us a little bit about that book um and oh sure so the Christmas book was inspired because I love Christmas so much I'm like a Christmasaholic um it just I'm like a little kid at Christmas I'm like the tree goes up a month early um you know we play Mariah Carey on repeat like I'm just love Christmas <laughs> and I've had Christmases around the world um so I was like okay I want to write a Christmas book what if I wrote a Christmas book uh, you know and I got to draw from my time Christmas in Oxfordshire which is really beautiful with the you know little um little village in Oxfordshire where my great aunt lives with the um thatched cottages and just really beautiful kind oh. of traditional English country yeah. town um so it's like that was one I'm like that's good and then I spent Christmas at Breckenridge um with a friend of mine from college nice one year and that was amazing and it was at his family's cabin and <laughs> yeah. we get there cabin. and it's like sleeps 20 people and you're like uh-huh um so that was great and it was kind of all the cousins it was just like just fantastic fun so it's like I want that Christmas and then Christmas in Melbourne where it's hot 
you know, and we just oh, right, turn on yeah. the AC and we drink champagne all day and have, you know, have like the seafood platter and, um, and the pavlova. So I'm like, okay, I've got my three Christmases. And originally I was going to write kind of three subsequent Christmases with this one woman. But then I was like, mm, kind of would be fun if, if I had three friends that lived on three different continents and they swapped Christmases yeah. for the year. So I'm like, well, how do three people who live on three different continents know each other? So I actually get them together um, when their families are on holiday in Maui, when they're 11, and they're at kids club together. So there's the Aussie, the Australian, uh, sorry, the Aussie, the American, and the British. Um, and they become like lifelong friends, and they start traveling together in their 20s. Oh, and it comes to, yeah, it comes to talking about Christmas plans and everyone's just kind of like you know the girl from Colorado's like oh my god I hate the snow you know I just want to be somewhere where it's warm and the girl from Melbourne where it's warm she's like my parents are going on a cruise it's not going to be Christmas I just want a traditional Christmas and the the English girl's like well you can come here you know we have very traditional Christmas I just would like a white Christmas because it rarely snows in the UK at Christmas oh how fun so they all yeah, and then because I write rom coms, of course, there's a love interest in every. Do location. they each get a love interest? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, sweet. Yeah, that's not much of a spoiler. So it's like you know, friends, um, the boy across the road, and like the brother. So yeah, they all get a love interest. Oh, how fun! Anyway, so it's super fun, and it just kind of it just switches between the three locations and the three Christmases. That's cool. um, okay. So I wanted to, yeah, there's it's such a it's a fun read like I really just had a great time writing it and I love these characters so much so it was a bit of a no it was another no-brainer just like let's bring them back together this time That's they all go idea. to Hawaii though oh fun okay <laughs> and is it at Christmas yeah. again yeah it's Christmas so it's it's um yeah it's, I, I don't know what the title will be um, it's on my editor's desk at the moment so okay. it might just be something really imaginative like the Christmas swap too <laughs> <laughs> so everyone knows what they're getting right right that's so funny okay yeah, so that's so that's still um I haven't done the edits for that yet so that'll be coming because that's out in October um I'll, I'll have a title and a cover soon and and edits nice and then I actually finished my contract with HarperCollins um so this eight book contract over the last three and a half years oh, nice. uh, so my, I'm working with my agent on something new and of course HarperCollins has been my publisher for so long I want them to have first look um right, hoping right. they're going to go yeah it's amazing we love it let's go with this brand new series whoop, whoop. Um, be fun. and it's not you know I think that there are other publishing houses where it might be fun but it's well, especially it's a, you've um, got eight books under your belt so yeah on, yeah uh yeah so I think that that's, you know, that's what is, is happening. There, there, there are a few, I went to the Romance Novelist Conference while I've been here and there were a few editors there who are like, you're Sandy Barker. And I'm like, yes, hello. <laughs> so I think I, I'm hoping that this new series will get snapped up, but it's a modern take on fairy tales. So it's just kind of oh, fun. playing with tropes, you know, enemies to lovers and um, friends to lovers and just some of some of my favorite tropes to write but with um, kind of a take on fairy tales so yeah that's a fun one that'll, that'll be enjoyable to very, write very 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 sneak preview yeah yeah I think it will be fun to write but that's a very very sneak preview because pretty much nobody knows that except for my 
from my agent and my oh, that's close author friends. So that'll be fun to yeah. fun to hear about. Keep, as keep that one close to your chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward yeah. to what's his face. Sure enough, what's his face? Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, so I'll be shouting about it on social media if it if it comes. Yeah, to when it starts wishes, getting further so. along, that'll be fun. So, where's the favorite yeah. place that you've traveled to? Or is that a fair question? Well, I love Greece. Yeah, it's a fair question. I mean, I, it's some people, you know, have these great careers. Some people, you know, make a beautiful home for their families. And I travel. <laughs> I think that's why Ben and I, when we met, we were just kind of kindred spirits because we just kind of wanted to travel to all the places. Um, I love living in Bali. It was just one of the most amazing times of my life because we had this huge build up to the sabbatical and it was our first um, first location on sabbatical. And, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into that. And we've both been working full time for years and years and years. And yeah. we both kind of got there and went, ah, you know, <laughs> And the Balinese people are just exquisite human beings. They're just such beautiful people. And it's, it's just a place where you can be yourself and That's so awesome. just kind of figure out what matters and what's important. Mm. So I thought that that was a really great place. I would happily live in Bali again. Um, and Greece is fantastic. We, as we just got back from our third trip together to Greece. I used to travel there on the tours that I ran, but Greece is just so beautiful. And I know that Penny's just got back from Greece too, so she can agree with me. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else on the call has ever traveled there. But I've yeah, been there once. Um, I'd love to go again. It it is yeah, it's just beautiful. It's just um I mean the Greek food is phenomenal. I don't know if um I, I get told that sometimes people get really hungry reading my books because my characters <laughs> eat so much but my characters <laughs> just eat as much as I do when I'm there <laughs> so it's just something I'd like to bring into my storytelling um so I think Greece but I love Italy I absolutely love Italy I would live in Italy in a heartbeat it's yeah. so beautiful it's such a beautiful um country and it's you know there's lots of different regions so you can kind of have very different experiences nice nice yeah when are you heading back over to the u.s or do you have any plans for that oh yeah i know this well this trip was like because my my um partner um as i said he's in minnesota he's actually in minnesota right now so when we got back from greece i stayed in the uk and he flew on to see his family okay his so he still lives in minnesota it's still a long distance relationship so, oh no, no, we both live in Melbourne, but okay. he hasn't seen okay. them because of the border closures. He hadn't seen them. And we okay. missed like his grandma's 90th birthday. Aww. And, you know, so he's over there seeing his family now and getting Good. that family time. But um, yeah, hopefully next year, hopefully next year, um, we're going to do another mid-year trip. So leave the Australian winter, come over and have summer. I like there summer back to back to back to back to back. I, I, you know I think that's kind of the perfect travel year <laughs> that's a that's a good title for a book you know chasing summer <laughs> oh yeah yeah for sure so my day job yes I'm not teaching anymore Penny I was a teacher for about 14 years I taught high school um and but now I work for an education company called Pearson you might have heard of mm -hmm. and yeah. My day job, oh, I, I don't work five days a week, just four, but my day job is in online learning, adult learning. 
um, which, as you can imagine, during the pandemic, we were very, very busy I because you, suddenly everybody yeah. wanted to do online learning. But that's my day job. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's so interesting. I work in learning and development, trying to upskill people so that they can do online learning. Yeah. Would you like to yeah. become yeah. a full-time Look, author? Or to ha- yeah, yeah. And even my boss knows that's the plan. I used to be full-time. I've gone kind of four days a week. I'm like, how about three days? <laughs> so I think I'm probably probably about a year, year and a half away from that. So nice. I, I'm hoping 2024 I can kind of step away for good. Excellent. Depending on the fairy tale series, we'll see. There you go. Snaps that up. It's funny because I some authors yeah. they say like 10 books is kind of the magic number to kind of keep the income piece flowing. And oh, so yeah. I'm I'm yeah. curious about like how that actually works, but I've, I've heard yeah, that a couple so of different times. I think that um, every book begets more readers. So, you know, readers might kind of come in at the Christmas swap and go, what else has she written? And then exactly. go back and start the series or they'll, they'll see Tuscany come out and go, oh, that's number five. I need to go back and start the series. So we have actually seen sales of the series pick up as the books have been being as released. As you go in further the into the series. And I imagine yeah. that when Christmas swap too, yeah, absolutely. So I'm. It's nice to actually see yeah. readers going. Oh, I've discovered a new author. I, I'm finding that less and less people kind of come in at Santorini. Right. Um, they kind of have to do their research and go. Oh, oh no, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, look, I discovered one of my favorite authors, and she lives in L.A. She's a she's a um, British author, but she lives in L.A. Called Lindsay Kelk. Um, and if you like yeah. travel fiction, she writes her I Heart series. It starts with I Heart New York. Yeah. That's a fantastic series. It's so funny. So funny. Um, and, you know, she, I discovered her when she'd written five books in that series. And I was thrilled a bit. So I was like, oh, my God. Yay. <laughs> I, get to read, I get to read five more, you know. Four yeah. More. Yeah, there's more. Um, so it's always fun discovering a new author and they've got a whole back catalog that you can get. I absolutely agree. Really yeah. And I, I remember seeing her books, um, the I Heart series and they're set in different place. Each one's set in a different place, which who doesn't love yep. that? So, yeah. Yeah. It's super fun. And um, she's got actually, it's very cheeky, but when I went into the publisher, cause we have the same publisher, we went in the other oh, day. And this is her Christmas book. Ooh. And um, it's not out yet. <laughs> I started reading it and it's hilarious. It's so good. And I, when I was in London over the last few days, I've been taking pictures of her book in London. I'm like, here's your book at Trafalgar Square. Here's your book. <laughs> so I'm going to send them to her in case she wants those pictures. So oh, when, that's fun. When the book comes out and she can kind of share like her book on tour in London. But um, yeah, oh, it's really, cute. really fun. Um, awesome. It's set, it's set in the UK. Yeah, I love her books. She's my favorite writer. She's just, I read everything that she writes. She's so good. That's fun. Have you met her in person? to her career. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I have. I have actually. Um, My sister had had met her a few times at book signings. And um, on that sabbatical year, we were, we went to a book signing. It was like my first night here in the UK. I was so jet lagged. Um, But I've been kind of contacting her on socials and I was self-published by then. And 
I was like, I'm going to, I'm trying to make it. I'm, you know, I had to, I was in hospital in Chicago, like it was all these things. I was like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. And then I made it and I was like, hi, I'm Sandy Barker. She's like, oh my God. And she gave me a hug and I was like fangirling big time. And yeah, um, have fun. And then when I got the publishing deal a few months later, I, um, I emailed her and just said, hey, I'm got a publishing deal with Harper Collins. And she wrote back and said, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. And so, Aww. yeah, she's, really inspired me really really inspired me I love her voice it, it validates that again that travel fiction is really a thing and that right the rom-com is here to stay it is a valid form of fiction it's super fun that escapism that we read and just to just to enjoy ourselves you know mm -hmm. so that's yeah. people it's especially the, the last few years people her. have needed the escape of I think both romance the travel piece all of that people needed mm -hmm. to be somewhere else in their head at least and that's an important part of it all yeah we found that um my publisher absolutely and my publisher mentioned that um you know travel fiction was it was just skyrocketing my sales yeah. during those two years in particular just was like through the roof yeah. which was lovely <laughs> getting exactly. me one step closer to full-time author but um yeah and as i said really fun to write as well just kind of escape from me as an author. Mm -hmm. Is there somewhere that you have not been that you would like to go? Or you said Norway. Yeah, I think, um, I think yeah, I think Scandinavian countries, I really, really want to get there. I've got a good author friend who um, lives there called Natalie Norman. She writes beautiful books set in Norway. Um, definitely, yeah, Norway is probably number, Norway, um, Denmark, Sweden, they're, they're up there definitely. And I don't know, there's, I, I kind of tend to like to go back to places as well, but I'd like to yeah. go um, to more places in the Mediterranean. Never been to Malta. I'd love to go to Malta. I'd love to go to Croatia, nice. lots of mm -hmm. countries. Yeah. So I think the list will continue to be long, long, long. That's a, that's <laughs> a good thing. I think. Yeah. That's nothing wrong with a good long travel wish list. Travel wish list. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just making it come true. Yep. Any um, desire to go to Antarctica? Um, no, no, no. Just no. out of curious. Actually, I yeah. have a friend who did the trip where she actually stood. You know, she like they did the kind of like it was a, it was one day there. Oh. They kind of landed, walked around, went. I've been in Antarctica, took the pictures, and then left. And I'm like, mm -hmm, I mean. That's that's Maybe interesting. Yeah. They do the flyover flights now. I have a friend who went down to Antarctica and she actually worked there for whatever the season is. And she was in HR and it was so interesting oh, to wow. hear her stories. Yeah. That's not the job that you would think. You're, oh, where? Yeah. I'm getting transferred. <laughs> I work in HR. I'm getting transferred to Antarctica. Really? <laughs> There's a big call for HR down there. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was like only like someone, 200 so. people there at any given time. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really interesting. It was. That's it was interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's a book. That's a, yeah. Exactly. I totally agree with that. Um. I had another question for you. So, um. It just totally went out of my head. <laughs> I hate it when Anyone that happens. Questions, right? No, that's all right. Anyone else got any questions? You can type them into the chat. Like, you can see the chat. I had asked you what you're reading. I've got a question. 
Oh, what I'm reading right now. What I'm reading, oh, uh, my, the book that I stole from the HarperCollins bookstore. Yeah. No, they gave it to me. Um, I'm reading that. I just finished reading The Seven Wives of, um, sorry, Ooh. Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which That's I a good loved, one. highly recommended. Yeah, we read um, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a question for this group, though. I, I kind of want to know who's Team Josh and who's Team James. Who picked so Josh, Josh and who picked James? Yeah, who, who, yeah, so cute American boy or silver fox? <laughs> I'm curious. Yeah, so if you if you picked James, raise your hand, the silver fox. So Penny. Interesting, interesting, okay. Leslie yeah. kinda, yeah, okay. Um, who picked James? I, I mean, um, Josh, Josh. sorry. Josh, the younger guy, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Madeline, Madeline, nice, did. okay. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Nice, yeah. Well, I will share one funny story with you, which was when I was writing the follow-up, which is A Sunset in Sydney. I kept going back and forth in my mind who she'd end up with because I'd write a section where she's with this one and then I'm like, oh, oh that's so beautiful. And then I write this one. And I'm like, oh, no. And then I legitimately did not know until the very last chapter who she would end up with. Wow. And my poor American boyfriend at the time was going, she's going to end up with the American, right? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> But she has to. <laughs> is that going to be a problem? Are you going to be upset? She ends up with the British, with the other guy. She's, he's like, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, I could really attach to the character because he had inspired this character. So he's right, super right. To him anyway, um, but I'm not going to spoil it for you because I, um, yeah, I will tell you if you do read it that I, I, Sandy, would have chosen the other one. The silver fox. Oh, you don't with the other one. Oh okay. no, I don't. You okay? We don't know. We don't know. But, oh. but if you read it and you you read the last chapter and you see who she ends up with, I think that me personally, I would have chosen the other one. The other way. That's just a little juicy tidbit. <laughs> uh-huh so now I have to go find out. I don't always agree with my characters. Sometimes my characters do the stupidest stuff um the current Greece trip was for inspiration oh so we went to um flew into Athens and we picked up the sailing trip there and we went to the island of Poros which is right near Athens and then we sailed around one of the fingers of the Peloponnese so the Peloponnese is that part of Greece that looks like a hand um and we stayed on the mainland for a couple of nights and um did a day trip over to the island of Hydra which is spelled Hydra yeah. Then we went across to the Cyclades Islands and we have been waylaid by the weather, weather so we couldn't get across until um, a couple of days in. And we went to um, Kifnos, two nights on Kifnos, different ports, Seraphos and Sipnos, uh, Syros, sorry, and we ended up on um, Syros and we stayed overnight there, nice. um, which is in Santorini, the Santorini book they go there. That's where they walk yeah. through the town with the dog. And I actually, I posted it on Instagram last week, last week, but we took a photo in the same place, the same square where Ben and I did have a tour of the island with the dog. <laughs> like that, that, that was happens. a question we had, book. yeah. And he took a picture of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the true travel story. And um, we have, I have a photo of me with the dog and then me in the same spot 16 years later with oh, my nephew. Oh, funny. Okay. So we went back to and kind of retraced some of our steps oh. on that island. Yeah. That's pretty great. fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful island. Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. We're so, in the Peloponnese. Um, my, if you check Instagram. Okay. We're in the Peloponnese. We stayed at Ermione. Ermione. 
really loved it. It was just absolutely gorgeous. So yeah, we got to explore a bit more. The only place we went to on this last trip, um, latest trip that we hadn't been to before was Syro, uh, that we had been to before was Syros. So everything else was new to us, which was super fun. So I'm thinking of writing it into my first fairy tale book is an, um, a trip down to the islands. Oh, fun. <laughs> that would be fun. I don't have any Greek heritage, but I feel like I must, I, I feel like I should because I just feel like at home there, I just really love it. Really, really love the Greek people. I love the culture. I love the, the scenery and the food. I love the food, especially. I don't know if I just mentioned that. And it has the whole package, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so um, if people want to keep in touch with you, where can they find you at online? So um, I'm usually on socials. I love Twitter. I'm um, Sandy Barker on Twitter. I'm Sandy Barker author on Instagram um, and Sandy Barker dash author on Facebook. So you can kind of connect with me on any of those. Um, and always happy to hear from you. And if you just go to my website, sandybucker.com, that's probably the easiest to remember. Um, okay. And then you can kind of find out. Everybody, see, everything's like, on there. Yeah. Articles. Thank you so much for joining us today. This was a ton of fun. Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. I'm so glad you um, enjoyed the read. It's really nice to hear that people in the States and in Norway are reading my books. That's always <laughs> just a bit of a thrill for me. Um, so thank you very much and um, happy reading and keep me posted on what you guys are reading next. Yeah, I'm will do. interested to get an, another recommendation. Yeah. And uh, happy writing. Look forward to seeing, seeing what comes Thank out next. You. I'll keep everybody posted on my blog. It'll be my next blog post. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Bye, everyone. Have a good day. Thanks for joining me today on the Literary Escape Podcast. If you enjoy hearing the behind-the-book story, then join me in the Literary Escape Society. We're a community of travelers who love books or maybe book lovers who love to travel. Either way, if you need an escape, a literary escape, come join us as we read our way around the world together, one book at a time. Check out the show notes to learn more about the Literary Escape Society. And we'll see you next time on the next episode.